1: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today
0: with Byte.
1: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
0: Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Babuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, changemakers, and risk takers.
1: We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. We're having a little uh, soiree in the studio. I know, a little spring soiree. So I'm going to take a sip. Mm. What are you drinking today? This is a shameless plug, by the way. It's a shameless
0: plug. I'm drinking the cucumber. Cool breeze.
1: I'm drinking a Tijito. Basil, chamomile, watermelon, and mint. Exactly. But you know
0: what? I'm happy to be here today because I think we have a lot to discuss. I'm coming off a Crazy Reunion. You are. I need a little mental health break. So I'd love to talk to my caviar dreamers because I I think today's a good day to talk about relationships.
1: Yes. I think that you are in a very unusual position in your life where you have to navigate A lot of relationships, some of them public, which I think people see that play out on TV. So we don't really need to discuss public relationships. Yes,
0: And I don't need to talk about this isn't about housewives, but this is about life in general. And I think I've learned a lot about relationships and what people use relationships for and the way to navigate relationships, because relationships is what makes the world go round. And I am not a surface bullshit
1: person. No. And I actually thought it was very funny. We asked Caviar Dreamers for questions and we got some. And Lisa Barado said, are you a relationship expert now? You are taking relationship questions on your podcast? Weird. Well, Lisa, it's not weird because we have been in business for a really long time. Yes. And I've
0: navigated a lot of kind of relationships, Lisa. It's I've had business relationships. I've had romantic relationships. I haven't been single since kindergarten. I've had a lot of friendships, despite the fact that people think I can't hold friendships. I've had many friendships, many of them childhood friendships. Only one has had a demise, which I'm not even going to discuss. I think that sends a lot more about that person than myself, that they would make that public when they're not even a public person. That was all about getting famous and getting your five minutes.
1: Well, Lisa got hers. And I think Lisa plays into the popular misconception, which I think about all the time, that when people say relationships, they allude to romantic relationships and they think about a relationship as like a love interest. You know, maybe because I don't have a love interest, that's like the least important relationship in my life right now. Like my relationships with friends in business, my relationship with my son are my priorities. And I think that when You talk about using your relationships, especially in business. People think of that as a negative thing, like you're using your relationship to get somewhere. Leveraging your relationships is the most important thing in business.
0: I know people underestimate networking and using your relationships. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I'm all about helping everybody. I don't need something in return ever. I'm not looking for something in return. Though what I do find interesting, though, when I do ask for something from certain people that they're not they can't deliver.
1: True. But I do also. But think I don't expect to, it to circle back in the grand scheme of the universe and the way I happen to think things work is that when you are very giving and you are very free with like your relationships and you're happy to share your contacts, you create a circle of people who do the same and you wind up in a really good space of like building a network of loving, giving, cool, good vibe people that are happy to share their expertise and you just wind up getting further ahead in business.
0: I agree. People who don't want to share relationships, advice, ideas to me have issues. A big one. Yeah, I I don't like that. So if you're that type of person, don't come around me. I think those are the type of people
1: that don't go down on each other. (laughs) Truthfully, if they're not given in business, they're not given in the bedroom.
0: No, I agree. Or people who are just like, oh, you know, very secretive and things like that are insecure people because there's enough to go around for everybody. And there's nothing wrong with trying to help other people.
1: 100 percent. And transparency is very important. Listen, I'm not saying everyone should go and make their financials or their company public online, but full transparency in in relationships, especially in business, really is helpful. Like, how can you solve problems in a relationship or together as a team if you don't know what you're working with?
0: Exactly. I don't, you know, I don't want something done behind closed doors. People yell at me all the time is just like, oh, you know, I was accused this. I can't help but come back to my current, you know, because at the end of the day, people housewives is a job. It is a job. Yeah. And everyone's like an arsenal, this or that. That's like weaponizing things that I know about people. I don't do that. No. I am transparent about things, warts and all in my life and in my business. And that's helpful to people because people don't like to feel alone.
1: No, it's very relatable. When you share something personal to you, it makes people feel less alone. Exactly. And no, it destigmatizes no matter what it things too. Yes,
0: it is. Things that are common in business are people who are in a startup. Things don't happen overnight. No. People have issues. People make mistakes. People lose money. Everybody doesn't know what they're doing right off right out of the gate. So you could share your mistakes with other people so they don't have to make it. Everybody, you know, make mistakes. It's it's ridiculous that people don't want to help other people. And people are like, oh Marge, you've had lawsuits. Of course I've had lawsuits. I've had numerous businesses. I've been in business. Yeah. Literally since how many years, since the 90s, you know, 20 something years. Of course, I've had lawsuits. People yeah. made mistakes. Everybody could sue anybody in this country.
1: Yes. So we know that. one.
0: I'm not ashamed of it. And people are like, oh, you know, that's like a reflection. of it. No, it's not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of a successful business.
1: Exactly. No. And the business lawsuits are commonplace. IP lawsuits, infringement lawsuits, you know, it's it's commonplace. It's people have insurance for that. That's like why, why you? Or why mistakenly,
0: you? they don't have insurance like me because yes. I didn't know any better the first time going around.
1: So we asked also for some questions and this actually segues in. And I always try and do my face ID in your phone, seeing as I think at this point, maybe it'll just trick. Well, with we the really hair. do look alike. So, but it didn't. So
0: okay. but you're much younger. Ugh,
1: I, I'm not feeling younger. Well, Paul G. Connell, hi, Paulie Connell, said, why is the Marge getting younger every time I see her? Oh, thanks,
0: Paulie Connell. (laughs) Well, you know, I've had a good surgeon and your your significant other, the lovely Dolores Catania, also uses the same surgeon. So that that's been the good news. No, I've had a great plastic surgeon, uh, Dr. Mark Karolak.
1: And we're going to cover that actually in next week's episode. Yeah, next so week's episode. So we'll talk episode. a lot so about, we'll talk about that in next week's episode. But this episode, we're focusing on very much business and relationships. So there's quite a few great things here. So you know what? I'm going to go with this one. The Real Dads of New Jersey. Hi. What is the best first legal step to start your own business? Well, first of all, why are you not calling us if you're thinking about starting your own business? Because we want to help you. But yes, what is the best first step, legal step to start your own small business? The first
0: legal step to start your own business is in, incorporate your business, be it making an LLC, an S Corp, get it down on paper.
1: Yeah. Get, get it down, down on paper. Good think
0: of a good name. Think of a good name. Register that name. Trademark that name. Make sure no one else has it. Yeah. So get all your intellectual properties done and that's what I say. And and actually establish it as a business pa- paper, pa-
1: paper, paper at all, paper at all. And also just because that's another thing, just because someone has the name that you like, if it's not, if they don't operate in the trademark class that you do, that's not an issue. So like, obviously, we trademark soiree. Soiree is, you know, there's a thousand party planners with the name soiree. Seen as yes, but they're the not a beverage. Party. But they're not a beverage. So they can exist with their own trademark. So. As a party, but not as a beverage. Not as a beverage. We own it as a beverage. So it's very important to like get those steps down.
0: Yeah, depending what you're doing. I mean, if you're opening a store, you know, there could be a store with the same name in another city.
1: Yeah, and you don't need to trademark your name if you have a store and you're not creating your own goods, would be my opinion. Like, don't waste your money. If you're selling someone else's goods, you don't need to trademark your name. If you're coming up with your own brand then it's very important.
0: Yes, exactly. But get get everything down on paper.
1: Make sure you then, buy your domain name.
0: Yes. Buy your domain name. That's the next super most easy. important thing you go on GoDaddy, GoDaddy.com. A lot of people don't know that. And that's where you get your website name. And that's super easy. And get easy it all. Get the get the dot com, the dot net, all of those things and, and the versions of your name. So yeah. people don't you know, try and confuse the public and, and get it. So that's that's the other thing.
1: Make sure also that you get all get the, the Instagram name and the Instagram, all, so,
0: all the social
1: handles. And then just start to write down like what you think you want to do, like get like a clear pathway. Always be thinking of a next step. Yes, I okay. agree. Because that's all I do all day for soiree is constantly think of next steps. Yes. We've
0: we've had numerous businesses and we're and I'm still thinking of next steps for Macbeth collection and candy couture. What's yes. the next hot beauty item? What's the next hottest thing that we can have that's we can make available to everybody? Because things come out of the high end market and they're not affordable for everyone. So I always think is how can we make an affordable luxury beauty item for the masses?
1: Absolutely. Luxury for less. Yes, that's here us. we are. Is there a right time to get my own LLC? I'm booking jobs all the time, but is an LLC right? And that's Andrea Lopez Comedy.
0: Yes, Andrea Lopez Comedy. Yes, I do think there is. I think you should have an LLC right away, truthfully. I don't think being paid just as yourself is the right idea. I think that you should have a company yourself and you are the talent that works for the company. Mm -hmm. And that way it's very important. You have a business. And that business takes in the income and you're an employee of that business. And then therefore you are protected.
1: I think that's good. And Andrea Lopez I don't think it's too soon to laugh. ever
0: be have an LLC.
1: Andrea Lopez makes me laugh. I will never switch on my June oven without thinking of her saying, June oven. Yeah. Thank you for writing. Very talented. In, you comedian. are hilarious and fabulous. And we love you. She should come on the podcast. Yes, Andrea Lopez, we're waiting for you. Okay. We'll be in touch. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is a good one. Advice for someone feeling lost, not knowing what their purpose or path is. Authentically, Kelsey.
0: Okay, authentically, Kelsey. This is what you really have to do. What brings you joy in life, Kelsey? It's not about the money. It's about what really makes you happy in life. You have to really do a little soul searching. And is it cooking? Could you do something with cooking? Could you do something with food? Is it- Is it writing? Is it, yeah. Yeah. Is it working with children? What What are you passionate about? And the money will come. Something that you're passionate about is what you should focus your career on. Because you know what? It's not, it's not just about the money. You have to do something that you really love and brings you joy and something that is authentic to yourself.
1: And often I think being of service to other people brings people a lot of joy. So I, I know I feel like if there's, you know, if you're feeling lost and purposeful, just like. Think of something that you could do to help one thing a day to help someone else and one thing a day to help yourself.
0: I agree. You know, when I bring other people and I see other people happy and smile, it makes everything so much better to me.
1: I mean, I'm a bitch. So
0: when I cry
1: and bawl the rise out, that makes me thrilled. Would you stop it? No, I scream at children in the park. (laughs) Random ones. I say, fuck you.
0: (laughs) No, it's it's very funny because it's true. When I see people get so excited, whatever it is, they get joy from watching the show, or they get joy when they buy my cosmetic brushes. And now, if they sip sip a soiree, I get so excited. I absolutely love it. It makes all the mayhem worthwhile.
1: No, it's really true. We had a call with someone, and we'd ship them soiree in 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 advance the call, and. The guy on the call is wearing his soiree hat, drinking his soiree, and he was so excited for the brand. And things like that make you so happy. You're like, this is why you know, I'm putting in blood, sweat and mascara at this point. Like, this is why we're doing this. No, Because you want people to feel the vibe.
0: It's true. Like, when I used to go into, years ago, Bed, Bath & Beyond, I saw my beach towels there. I saw people buy my beach towels and they looked happy, but I almost (laughs) jumped out the window. I was so thrilled. I was like, oh my God,
1: look, it's my beach towels. No, I will never forget the day that the beach towels were on sale in Bed, Bath & Beyond. It was like 115 degrees. And we had the smart idea to take the dry cleaning downtown with us. And we got into a car accident on the West Side Highway. Do you remember this? And we yes. got smashed in the back and the car had to be taken away. And we were stood on the West Side Highway outside Bed Bath and Beyond with bags of dry cleaning. So we just had to go inside Bed Bath and Beyond. It's and true. We saw the beach towels,
0: but that it, it still made my day. The accident wasn't as bad because the beach the towels were in Bed Bath. But no, authentically, Kelsey, I just want to say really do what you love. And I know that you might be confused right now, but. Just sit and really think of just like what brings you personal happiness, and and that's what you should focus on.
1: And also, don't feel bad about this because my first so ever app therapy appointment, I went in there and I was t- saying you know all this stuff and the thing that actually brought me to like uncontrollable tears was not like talking about any of the traumatic things that had happened in my life. It was when the therapist said, okay, let me ask you what makes you really happy? And I said, oh, like at the time, like my boyfriend, his kids, my job, my dog, whatever. And she's like, no, no, no. I'm not asking like about things. I'm asking like, what is it that makes you happy? And I had no answer. None. Zero. And I didn't know who I was anymore. And I was so sad. And I just it it was like I just felt so despairing that I wasn't who I should be because I didn't know what made me happy. Like I wasn't focusing on myself. But now I focus all on myself and I'm a conceited bitch and I'm so happy and I do everything for me. So you'll <laughs> get that, Kelsey. So just keep going. Just keep it up. OK, we have more questions. Here okay, we go. Let me hear. God, now do the Password again. Oh, you're in a really tight luck here. There must be some am, good shit in this phone. You protect yes. in the arsenal. Yes, I am. OK, how do we continue to push ourselves towards our dreams without burning out? Help, says William Schlosser. William has a really cute dog in his picture.
0: William, you know, it's a fine balance. It's not easy to not burn out sometimes. And sometimes you could get a little burnout. But it, it is a fine balance of taking care of yourself because sometimes I feel burnt out. You have to take a day for yourself, at least one day a week, and a few minutes a day to just veg out. No social media, put your phone down, and really either meditate, do something for yourself, read a book, take a nap, watch Netflix, lay on the sofa, and just focus on yourself. And I think that's really important to regroup, get a massage, because I think people feel guilty about doing self-care and act like it's selfish, but it's not because if we don't take care of ourselves, we will get burnt out. And then you're not good for anybody else and can't achieve your goals. Like all day Sunday, I literally said to Joe after my crazy week, we're not leaving the house. I'm not showering. I'm staying in my robe. I'm eating on the sofa. And I literally binge watched TV all day, didn't answer the phone. And that was like taking care of myself because that's what I wanted to do.
1: Yeah. And I think also don't feel like Guilty when you do feel that burnout kicking and don't think that burnout is the end. I feel like one thing that we really put upon ourselves Mm -hmm. is like, you know, if you have like if you healthy eating and you're working out and then you have a binge weekend of eating like, well, that's the end. I'm off the wagon. I'm not doing good for myself. Or, you know, if you choose not to drink and then you have a big bender and you have a hangover, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm like, what a disaster. I'm drinking, you know, same with with work. Like I'll find myself like waking up in the middle of the night and checking emails. And then I'm like, oh, Jesus, like, what's that important that I'm interrupting my sleep for this? And you get like at a point where it's consuming you and you have so much to do and you're spinning wheels and you don't feel like you're getting anywhere. That happens to everyone all the time in so many jobs. Just take a step back and don't panic. I think that's the most important thing because then when you panic, you start spiraling. I go on people like online, like Jay Shetty or Diary of a CEO, Stephen Bartlett. And I listen to some of that stuff because I find that when you hear other people's stories, like we we're saying before, that you can relate to, you realize that you're not alone in that situation. Exactly. So don't feel guilty that you're not achieving
0: 24 hours a day. Sometimes I feel like bad. I'm like, oh my God, I I didn't answer this email. Or, you know, I feel like I have to answer something within minutes. You
1: you don't have to. I think it also depends on what age you are as well. You know, I would say anyone born in the 80s and before, was like, you know, to quote Dolly Parton, working nine to five. You know, we mm-hmm. were we were like conditioned that you had to get in the office early and work and, you know, work hard to get where you are and put in the hours and put in the time. And, you know, it's not like that anymore. We The world has changed and, you know, I give millennials and zillennials and millennials and whatever those other anneals are a lot of shit because I feel like, you know, work ethics have changed. But there is one thing that I would like to take from younger generations. And that's that you can make your schedule and your work work for you. I agree. And
0: it's just it's the work smarter, not harder. And 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 don't have guilt. And and then try not to get burnt out. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you won't be able to do a good job. And I think it's very important and no one should feel bad about taking care of themselves.
1: No, not at all. Okay, this is just a cute question. Do you remember your childhood bestie Juliana? And then she says something I really cannot say, like Bulldog Almult Schlutzl Schnapp.
0: Let me see. How do you say that? Sulat <laughs> Naput. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> Bulldog Sulet So let See, I said it. She's saying she's saying happy birthday. And her name's Juliana Tsum was her name. And she was my best friend in Hungarian Scouts. And we were best little Hungarian friends. And of course, I remember you, Juliana, beautiful girl, big brown eyes, genius. I think she's a doctor now. And I would love to see her. We have to get together. She was just the cutest, sweetest girl. We had so many, so many good times together. We moved away and her mother was called Pudney Nanny.
1: Oh, and, you yeah. know
0: it's so cute, and she was just a doll. Of course, I remember her, and, and that's I think so cute right. that she, she is wrote a to me.
1: because her last initials are MD on her Instagram. Yeah, she so, was always a
0: little genius.
1: Well, she lived. And we had up a lot of that.
0: good times together.
1: Now, what entrepreneurs do you look up to? Says James Dollaher? Oh,
0: James, thank you for asking. Sarah Blakely. Mm-hmm. For those of you, I'm sure everyone knows who she is. She invented Spanx and And came out with the Spanx line. And I love her so much because true entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit, she you know the shapewear line, and she's also extremely philanthropic. She's expanded that line. She just didn't stay with shapewear. She came out with shaping leggings, clothing that are shapewear. Just everything she's expanded the line, and she's just she's just so amazing. And so she's I,
1: such a female empowering empowered, force. yes,
0: exactly, a female empowering force. She's just she's just everything a female entrepreneur wants and should be. And and I'm just so in awe of a Sarah Blakely. I There's, have a
1: couple crush on her and a husband too. Yeah, they're they a fabulous are...
0: couple. I mean, look at look at a Martha Stewart. Yes, license. I mean, Martha Stewart, powerful woman, licensing guru talented mogul. She's still working well into, you know, her elderly years that she looks magnificent. <sighs> so talented, created an empire, you know, went away, you know, to jail and reinvented herself when she came out, did the right thing when she came out of jail. And I'm not going to mention,
1: unlike some other people. And well, I always think she is an absolute genius because she managed to go away. So over time Come out, get a show with Snoop Dogg. Yes, and still have a branding Kmart.
0: Yes, still have a branding Kmart a for deal. the masses. It, it. She did not have a stigma. She broke from going
1: stereotypes,
0: away. and she's just, she's just an unbelievable woman, and she's just so impressive, and and people want her things, and she's made things for the masses, and has taken style into everybody's home in a, in a sophisticated way, and she's funny, and she's done it with a sense of humor, and you know, I'm just so impressed by her. Oh,
1: she's in on the joke. A friend of yes. ours, a mutual friend of ours was in her kitchen the other day and her multitude of staff were making eggs and she made all the staff sit down because no one was doing the eggs the way she wanted them. They had to be exactly the way she did it. No one does anything as good as Martha, the Martha way and made all the staff sit down and take note. And they've been working for her for a million years. But you know. She's a powerful force. She is. And,
0: and, and I just love it. And she just does it with such grace and, and humor. And she's, you, you got to love her. Listen, at first when they came out, I didn't love them. The Chip and the Joanna Gaines's of the world. Oh, I was yeah. like, but you know what? They've created an empire. They've taken a small town, Waco, Texas. Yes. And they have employed so many people. Mm-hmm. And I know some people personally work for them. They say they're absolutely lovely. They're good to every single person, but they but they also suffer with were we happier before we were public figures. You know they they go back and forth. everybody knows them. Joanna and Chip can't go anywhere without people knowing who they are. but they've created an empire with, you know, farmhouse chic. yeah,
1: Magnolia.
0: Yeah, Magnolia, they've created their own network, Magnolia Home, Magnolia Network, they have a line in target. They are unbelievable entrepreneurs and and they've created something that so many people just dream of. So there's so many different types of entrepreneurs that that I admire.
1: Yes. And I think also that's another thing, like the bigger you get, the bigger the bigger problems you are subjected to. It's true. You know, with the bigger your business gets is a, a line, feed the beast. And the more you feed the beast, the more it needs to eat. It's so true. just, you know, keep that in mind. And that's not, that's not a negative thing to put people off. It's just like, really, really know what makes you happy and be ready to go for it. Okay. First step in in investing for someone who knows nothing. Okay. Erica Stella knew. Okay. Well, Erica, oh, Erica Castella knew. Okay. Well, Erica, if you have a lot of money, you could invest in Soiree. Just kidding.
0: No, 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 Erica, the first step in investing, you know, I hand that over to the professionals because I will say I'm not as savvy with investing. I use my broker and I take advice from that But if I were you, I would work with somebody that you trust. I would do a lot of research. I would not do penny stocks, you know. But you know, there's obviously like, and I would also follow. Why am I drawing a blank on her name?
1: Mrs. Oh, Mrs. Dow Jones. Mrs. Dow Jones, who's
0: amazing. She's great, Mrs. Dow Jones. Yes, Farnoosh Tarabi, very interesting. And I would follow both of those people who are amazing. And I listen to them all the time. But I would also talk to some other people who you admire, who have made some sound investments and see who they work with. Yeah.
1: Look for a female mentor in the investing. Yes. Because world. the
0: truth is, that's what I've had to do. And I actually listen to my son.
1: Well, I was going to say, definitely don't listen to me because I invested in my closet. So I have great clothes, but nothing. Yeah, advantage. I
0: listen to my son. And I used to say with real estate, you know, my husband and I own apartments, which, and I used to say that was the surest bet, but then COVID hit and no one paid their rent. But it's still, real estate's always a very wise investment. Yes. Real estate's always a very
1: wise investment. Okay, where can you get this soiree baseball hat? Soon to be online, Jody Lee 43. Your drink, does it have alcohol in it? Our drink
0: does not have alcohol in it. Soiree is a mocktail line, but it could also be used as a mixer. I don't know if everybody realizes, but I Mm -hmm. do not drink alcohol. I do not consider myself. I just feel like sober is the connotation that you once had a drinking problem. But I think sober really does mean that you don't drink alcohol. I don't drink any alcohol because I get a horrible headache. And I did grow up with a mother who was a little cocktailer. So I choose not to drink and I want everyone to feel part of the party. So I created a mocktail beverage that only has 40, 40 calories. Some have mm-hmm. 45 calories. They're amazing. But you could use it as a mixer. So I'm the mocktail queen and Lexi's
1: the cocktail queen. So you could spike it if you like it. And it's funny. I said to you last week, I feel like I'm drinking less and being more sober curious, the more and more pressure That there is from business, from kids, from home, from just running a busy life. And I have a little guilt sometimes like, oh, God, I have to go to a bachelorette. I better just drink tonight. And it is funny. You know, you can switch back and forth from being a mocktail and a cocktail queen as freely as you wish. You know, that's the conversation that we want to have. You don't have to pick a lane. If you prefer to be a mocktail queen, go for it. Don't be guilted into it. If you like an enjoyable cocktail every now and again, enjoy that. You know, if you are sober, congratulations in the way that you've chosen to restrain from alcohol because you had a problem. Good for you. That's an amazing step when we support your recovery. That's fabulous. Yes.
0: And I think people are choosing not to drink because, you, listen, you don't wake up with a hangover. You feel great. You could go out all night, Function. party like like a superstar. And wake, I mean, party like a rock star, wake up like a superstar.
1: A hundred percent. You know, oh, this is a really good one. OK, Monica Goss. Any tips on looking confident when given a presentation or public speaking? I say be
0: prepared. Be prepared. I say that also. You have to be extremely prepared. Write down, have someone do mock little presentations before you go on air or whatever you're doing or before a speech or whatever it is and have little notes with just bullet points. Don't write out the whole thing. I always write out my bullet points and I talk about them. I don't write out the entire Mm -hmm. thing. So... When you go out there, it's very spontaneous. So you seem confident, but you have the bullet points down and you just practice before you go out there. You have someone ask you questions. I always have Lexi, let's do the run through. I run through it about five times. It sounds different all five times, but I have the bullet points down. It's being prepared is the most important thing. And then you're super, super confident. Always have your outfit ready to go. Make sure the buttons are perfect, everything's pressed. Just it's it's in the it's being prepared. Really, it's in the preparation, but it's about the bullet points and the little notes and that and that's all. And then you feel very, very confident. It's not being rushed the day of being there early, wearing the right deodorant, putting on your favorite lucky perfume. (laughs) I have like a whole routine for me to feel very confident. But when, when you know what you're talking about, it's extremely easy. Yeah, if you know you're talking
1: points and you... Yes, it's the like, bullet. No it's one can surprise the, you.
0: It's about the bullet points. It really is. About, I always say that it's the bullet yeah. points, the most important bits of information. It's it's not about
1: the details. And I also think if you're in a position where you are going to be speaking publicly about something, it should be something you know you know a little bit about. And if you know about something, no one can really surprise you. You know, if you are well-versed in a subject... Be confident in your own ability. Like, you know, you know it. That's why you were invited to speak there. Yes,
0: a little media training never hurts either. I had media training way before I got on television when I went on a CNBC segment because I had never had media training and I was a little cocky. I was like, oh, I didn't need media training. I know how to speak, but I really needed media training. Yeah. So one session of media training, if you're not a public speaker, is not the worst idea.
1: And also, if you're not in a position to hire a media trainer or you don't know one or you can't afford it, record yourself on your phone, just speaking to the phone naturally and just look at like how you speak. Maybe maybe look at another public speaker you enjoy, like, I don't know, like a Kim Perel or a Jen Gottlieb or someone else that you really enjoy. Look at them and model what they do. Do they? How do they connect with the audience? Like When you're watching their video, what is it about them that engages something in you? Is it the way they smile? Is it the way, you know, they talk through their What Like, what is it? Is it the rhythm in their voice? Is it their animated voice? Think about things you like in other people's public speaking. Take a little video of yourself and see where you stack up. Like, is there somewhere that you'll maybe fall in flat? Because we all do. You know, Kim Kardashian practices everything, I'm sure, 6,000 times before she does it. And yes. it shows. She's it able does. to execute many things. She actually now has her first fund, like money fund. That really? didn't sound very investor-like. What
0: kind of what kind I of, don't know.
1: She started a fund. That's okay, good for her. Spoken like someone who pretends they know what investing is about, so I'm just going to not talk about that anymore. How do you create an empire with staying true to yourself and not drinking the Kool-Aid, says Tyler Prussia. Well, we drink the soiree. Well, we drink the soiree, so well, we drink the soiree the not the thing. Kool-Aid.
0: I think doing actually what is authentic to you and not drinking the Kool-Aid helps it. I don't believe all the hype. I don't think I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't believe the smoke that people try and throw up your ass. I think being authentic to who you really are and creating businesses of what I believe in and what makes sense, not the newest trend or hopping on something that everyone else is hopping on is what has brought me success in life.
1: I also think if you start a business, there'll be so many pitfalls that you weren't expecting as big as your empire gets and as great as you think you are. You will get whacked down. Yeah, you'll so be hard, humbled very quickly. And the Kool-Aid will be tipped right on your head.
0: Yes, it's true. You will be humbled very quickly. I don't care how much money you have, how successful you are, how great everyone tells you are. You will realize that you're just like everybody else. Yeah.
1: And, you know, every day you read in the news about successful people being fired. Like Don Lemon was fired today. Well, he deserved to be Don we Lemon. spoke about that recently. He was very against women and aging and especially. Well, he had a snide women. comment
0: about women and aging. And so people, before.
1: you know, people, the, you the mighty fall. fall grace, so. and, and I
0: know that. And I know to stay humble and I know things happen in business. But the most important thing is to stay true to who you are whenever you create any type of business and, and just know that along the way, there's going to things are going to happen. You're going to get knocked down. It happens to everybody. Nothing is smooth sailing, but, you know, you have to be able to weather the storm.
1: I'm going to take one last question from here and then we're going to wrap this episode up. And this one is what advice do you give a young woman who manages a team of older men and women? And that was from Antoinette.
0: Oh, from Antoinette. Well, you know what? I think that's sometimes hard because I'm sure Antoinette, people think they know more than you because you're younger. And you're managing people that have been around here longer. So they're probably thinking, oh, she's young, she doesn't know. She's but you know what? You have to do it with grace,
1: mm-hmm.
0: humor, and a little honey. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? You you have to have confidence. Yes. And and humility. And I I'm sure you're doing a great job, but It's only the insecurity of the other people, which I understand. Sometimes I'm like, oh, what do they know? They're 12 years old. (laughs) But then I fall in love with everybody who's younger than me. And I know everybody is going to see what a great job you're doing. They're going to fall in love with you. It might take a little while. And I think just approaching it from a place of just like, this is my job. I want to work together. And this is a team and we're a team. It's it's not about the age and just approaching it from that because really that's what it is. You guys are a team and, and, it, and it's not it's not about the age.
1: Yeah. And I think also if those people happen to have been in that specific role maybe longer than you, you could like take some time to ask them how they feel about their role. Like, you know, because like I was saying before, I do think like younger generations do work smarter, not harder. So there could be some practices and processes that people are doing that could be streamlined to be quicker and that, you know, you could work together on that. And if that fails, just say, listen, you bunch of old hagalinas, get with the program. (laughs) Yes. No. And
0: it's just like that you could bring some of them ideas and some of their ideas you might really like and that you're there. I think just stressing the fact that you're there to help them and work with them and just to make their life easier, not harder. Yes. And that's much appreciated. I hope that helped Antoinette.
1: Because you were always so nice to Marge Senior. No.
0: (laughs) Oh, I am not nice. Okay. She's being obnoxious now. No.
1: Well, you know, I
0: am the boss of Marge Senior.
1: Uh, Marge Senior needs someone to be the boss. Yes, Antoinette,
0: maybe you could come to my house and boss Marge Senior around.
1: That would be good. that being said, I
0: hope this was helpful. Relationships, great questions. Thank you so much, Caviar Dreamers. I love all the questions. Thank you.
1: Thank you for listening. We appreciate it more than you know. Follow the Instagram, download the episodes, subscribe, get the episodes wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you. Please DM us. We'd love to hear from you. Keep dreaming. Keep dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B and the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget.
0: Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, Dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Dreamers.